live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwan. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwan. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Pitch. Sky to left field. Has it got enough juice? At the warning track, walk it off! Grace Lyons! A two-run home run! That didn't look like it was going to get out of here. Creeps over the wall, and it's her second career three-home run game, and Oklahoma walks it off in run-rule fashion over Wichita State. Full count, bases loaded, bottom nine, tie game, Martin versus Orduño. The pitch, and he walked him, and you can unhitch the wagon. The Sooners have walked off the Cowboys in Tulsa. Final score on a Tuesday night. It's Oklahoma 7 and Oklahoma State 6. And 24 days to the spring game. Just remind y'all, in case any of you forgot, have amnesia. And 24 days to the spring game. Stop it. Quit, quit doing that. What? It's just, I don't know why it creeps me out. And 24 days to the spring game. I'm 24. People want to know. Trying to get a big crowd there, TJ. We're trying to drum up a big crowd. (laughs) You might be scaring them away. (laughs) Hour two, T-Row in the morning show, Wednesday, March 30. Smack dab in the middle of your work week. Right at the very end of the month of March. We got one more March day. And then beware, Friday, everyone, beware. It's the day for fools, TJ. Come on, I don't want to ruin. He's got, I don't want to Mike Steely might have something cooked up or something. I don't want to ruin anything, but be on alert. Oh, thriller last night in Tulsa. Great baseball. A four-hour, nine-inning baseball game, TJ. But that was a great baseball. Were you able to uh, kick back and enjoy it last night? Thoroughly enjoyed it. I like when George is with you. He makes me laugh. Um, I liked what you guys best, were talking man. about. People with dirty nachos in the front row if they were eating nachos. So, how about his confession that he uh, uh, used to use a foreign substance on one of his pitches? <laughs> that was hilarious too. <laughs> he didn't use foreign substances. Everything he used was made in America. <laughs> what did you? What did you used to throw, George? Uh, he said a fastball. Fork ball, I think he said slider, splitter, something like that. 
and a foreign substance ball. (laughs) (laughs) Then he got called in the the, uh, president of the American League's office and said, George, have you ever put a foreign substance on a baseball? He said, no, absolutely not. Everything I put on a baseball is made in the U.S. (laughs) What was it, Vaseline? And he said something else. I don't remember what it was. Some sort of a shampoo you could only get Oh, that's right. That's right. It was the shampoo. (laughs) (laughs) He would wash his hair with it, then not rinse it out very well. And it would drip down his neck in the middle of the game so he could reach back there and get a little on his fingers. Remember the first time he said he used it, and uh, Gaylord Perry called him over after the game and said, "Let me, let me, you're not doing it right, yeah. young man. <laughs> let me show you where to hide it." <laughs> oh my gosh! He was like, uh, "I can't talk about that." And I was like, "George, I mean, nobody's gonna come, you know, take any money away from you or anything." No. He's like, "All right, well, I guess I'll confess then." Golly, that guy's a national treasure, isn't he? Uh, maybe in uh, Jose Canseco's next book, though, he might be careful. We need to have a like a second. You know how ESPN has when uh, different uh, like uh, main broadcast. Oh, on the ESPN, second broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the whatever second broadcast behind the scenes, whatever you want. To, we need a second broadcast, adults only. Where people can hear everything George has to say in between innings and everything. Holy, that dude. I just, sometimes I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard listening to him. I love it. But I yes. love it. I love when he's on. So it it uh, it makes my evening. You, uh, you do a great job alone, but just the two of you together. No, no, no. It's very enjoyable. He's, he's the best. He'll be back Friday. And then Blake Brewster making his season debut Saturday and Sunday this week. How about that? How about that? Your boy, Blake. So, yeah, I get somebody to hang out with all weekend down there. That'd be good. Um, They're down 4-0 last night, the second inning. And you thought, well, here we go. Yes, that's exactly what what you were feeling, yeah. OSU going to kick OU's tail again in Bedlam. And, golly, I mean... They showed some heart last night. Three right away. Answer back with three right away. OSU, a couple innings later, takes a 5-3 to three lead. Bam, they answer right back to tie it. Eighth inning, OSU takes the lead again on Mendham's home run. And then, I'll tell you, they, you go back and watch that bottom of the ninth, and it is great at bat after great at bat. Starting with Peyton Graham, who fell behind 0-2 mm-hmm. right away and worked it back to full and then got plunked. And he and George mentioned this after the game with Skip. He was barking out at Trevor Martin after he hit him. And I think it fired everybody up. Not that they weren't already fired up, but I, in my opinion, maybe this will tick somebody off in, in that uh, clubhouse, but just my opinion. Over the last decade or so OSU's bullied OU in baseball well there's no doubt about it they show up they get off the bus and they bully them louder from the moment they show up yeah everything everything every 
Everything they're louder in batting that. practice. Mm-hmm. They they get out there. They just they they show up and they bully them. And I don't mean I, I, kudos to OSU. I'm just saying, oh, they have been the more aggressive team in every way on the field, in the dugout, uh, fans, everything. And for the most part, OU's just kind of taking it, you know, with an exception here or there. But last night didn't feel that way. Like, even from the moment they fell down 4 nothing, they were tough last night. And they were, you know, giving it to – they were barking back at them and talking some noise. And there's some guys on this OU baseball team with some attitude to them, which I know you love. I love, too. What, and the, the guy batting the leadoff and leads the head of the snake, you know? <laughs> yes. He didn't get a hit last night. But that ninth inning at bat set the table. Got the wild pitches. Got moved over. Blake Robertson had a great at bat mm-hmm. to drive him in. He was trying to get a bunt down, couldn't get the bunt down, but got the RBI. Uh, then Diego falls down 0-2, rallies back to work a walk. Uh, Jimmy, who never bunts, gets down a beautiful sacrifice bunt. Uh, they walk Tanner. And then uh, was it Orduño next? Or, um, yeah, yeah, because they gave the intentional walk, and then he drew yeah. the walk. Yeah, the bases loaded walk. That's and right. even Orduño falls falls behind immediately. I think it was o two or one and two, and just keeps fouling off pitches and battles it full and and draws the bases loaded walk. So uh, just stacked great at bats against. The best closer in the Big 12 so far this year, Trevor Martin, and uh, and got the walk-off win. So that's two walk-offs in three games. Now, they're going to go play Texas this weekend. Texas comes in having lost three of four. They got beat by Texas A&M last night in Austin. But really good, top ten. They got a couple of guys in the middle of their lineup that are absolutely raking. Ivan Melendez. And uh, Steely, the other guy's name is Steely. Oh, great. Steely plays Melind- for Texas. Great. I, I don't know what Melendez did last night, but before last night he had 13 home runs already this year. And the Steely Cats batting like 490. So they have been raking, and we all know they can pitch. But they've been uh, – Texas A&M put a bunch of runs on them last night. It was like 11 or 12 runs in the wake of Texas Tech beating them up pretty good. So – that Texas pitching staff has is, is, uh, been got after pretty good the last few days, so we'll see what happens. Well, you hope Jake's I said, uh, as on as he's been these other Friday nights, and you know if that's the case and you get that kind of performance, then maybe you're right there in that game, and hopefully the bullpen can uh, you know feed off of what they did last night and uh, maybe get you an opening series win. I mean, that's what you got to hope. I uh, I told Kurt this last night. Tell me if you agree. So last night was the start of a stretch where they played eight of nine games against top ten teams. At, in, at the end of this two-week stretch, they're going to have the number one or at least top five strength of schedule in the country. Like, they're number 14 right now in strength of schedule. And the seven of the next eight are against top ten teams. Right. So they're going to be way up there. I said before last night, if they win four games out of these nine, they're sitting pretty because the three weeks after that, 
They don't play a single ranked team. They got a chance to, you know, really rack up some wins. But if they can survive this stretch, win half of them, or even four out of nine, the four wins they would get are going to be such valuable wins that they're going to be real. Now, I hope they win nine out of nine. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, if they win four, that's my barometer for has this been a successful stretch or not. Agree or no? And they got one already. Yeah, I was going to say that one, then you're counting last night. Um, yeah. I mean, I hope for more, but. Yeah. Four would be you're good. I remember one home game in that stretch, too. Yeah, four would be great. I'm, I'm really hoping for five out of that. If you get five out of nine, I'm, I'm really happy because I would love for you to. If you got five, that means maybe you took either the OSU or Texas series in that situation, yep. hopefully. Right. So if you took one of those two series, I think that would be. Or you've beaten Tech and Amarillo. Or, or yeah, I mean yeah, I mean the way the way four would play out is you, you took one from Texas, one from OSU, and one from Tech, and then obviously last night's game. So not bad, you know. You'll take that. But now that you got last night, you're like, eh, yeah. Well, now I want five. a series. I want one of those two <laughs> yeah, series. I want right. Texas or OSU. I want one of those two uh, series. It's not. I mean, I it's certainly possible. They're playing good ball. You're encouraged by the bullpen and the defense last night. At least I was. Uh, they didn't really give any extra outs last night. And it's not like they threw out their best bullpen arms. I mean, maybe they will be going forward. But OU did not use, for example, Trevin Michael last night. They did not use Griffin Miller last night. They did not use Jarrett Godman last night. You know, the guys you consider kind of their front line back into the bullpen guys. OSU did. And OU won the game. So that's got to give you some confidence, I think, going forward. Now, maybe that gets flopped around a little bit because Javier Ramos is just flat dealing right now. And uh, uh, I don't know what role Cade Horton takes on going forward. But it's going to going to be well he's throwing 98 miles an hour and putting him in there in the ninth if you've got a lead so close it out i'm closing it out with him yeah i will i may see how he does i don't think they'll use him again until sunday i mean they're gonna be rightfully build really slow build I, i get that yeah he only he only he threw like 20 pitches last night it was not a heavy workload but they are going to be cautious to the extreme because of, you know, the future of this young man, and rightfully so. So I think you'll see, you know, probably Trevin Michael Friday night out of the pen. I don't know what combination, but some combination on Saturday, and I bet I bet Cade Horton is uh, an option for him on Sunday if they want. Just guessing. I haven't talked to anybody about that. But, um. Great win. I mean, they are now 15-8, and eight, and they have wins on their resume over uh, Auburn, Michigan, Dallas Baptist, two over Baylor, and OSU. And an RPI this morning sitting at 32. So they're in, they're in a really nice place with a long ways to go. But that was a, a nice valuable win last night. First time the Sooners have won Bedlam in Tulsa since 2016. And if you stuck around for all four hours of it last night, you were rewarded. Fun ending. 
718, we'll take some of your calls and texts next. 405-329-9000, that's how you can call in. Text line, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. $8.99 listing fee, saving you thousands on the sale of your home. Got a couple of days if you want to ask him about his March special. They'll list your home for free if you're buying and selling a home, but time's running out on that. So call Terry, 405-361-3380. Tell him and 24 for days to the spring game. <laughs> so weird. Uh, George's KU Air Comfort Solutions text line, by the way. George's KU story was great, too. Thanks for making them mad at me. KU story. I don't remember that. I'm trying to think, too. Thanks for making them mad at me. Huh. KU story. Hmm. I'm going to have to be, I'm going to have to have my memory jogged there. Sorry, I did not sleep. I didn't get much sleep last night, so, um... I apologize for not remembering the KU story off the top of my head. Showed up mid-inning. Who does he think he is? Did he fly over in a helicopter the one block from Griffin Compound to One Oak? Probably. Yeah. Definitely. Probably. They got like a blitz, one of those blitz helicopter things. Driver. Driver driving across the street. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) Uh, did you guys see the projected conference payout yesterday? Cha-ching. No. I saw Fill those. I didn't see them yesterday. I saw them, like, on Friday, I think. Um, I'd have to look them up. Um, I'm thinking they're talking about the future payouts, and the SEC was astronomical, of course. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'd have to look up that list. I, I didn't. I saw it last week. I didn't see it yesterday, so I'll have to try to find that. There goes my hero. Uh, is it true George Frazier likes mayonnaise on his hot dog? He was discussing ballpark oh, cuisine last night with God. Toby. I could have sworn he said he likes mayonnaise on his hot dog. It's he Jim, Jim and Arlington. Yeah, oh, he did. He did. That's God, just gross. It's just that. disgusting. Like, who would even <laughs> attempt that? That's just gross. Well, that's, you know, we've had, uh, what's her name on from Belgium a lot, and that's what they eat over there. I know. Europe, it's very European to put mayonnaise on a hot dog, but oh, there's nothing God, European disgusting. at all about George Frazier. That's just gross. No, I'm I'm shocked honestly that George Frazier. I'm surprised he puts anything on a hot dog. Even yeah, Otis on, was looking George. at the radio last night like <laughs> <laughs> Otis. What else you got, Teach? Anything else? Uh, one more, and I'll let you get to the phones. Hey, Toby, you are like a scarecrow. You're outstanding in your field. <laughs> hey, TJ, share your two, uh, true feelings about Pujols rejoining your favorite team. Uh, I said yesterday, uh, what a complete joke. The 65-year-old guy is still holding on to Major League Baseball. Did you see him walk, like, walk out the other day at spring training? It took like five minutes for him to get it's, from the bullpen to the but see, bullpen he, I'm to the not joking. Out. Like, guy's in his 60s. He's lied about his age for years. Hey, Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Good for Albert Pujols. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I can't stand the guy, all right? I don't like your team. I don't like him. I don't like David Freeze. I don't like Tony La Russa. I don't like any of the bunch that was there. I don't like the bunch that's there now. I don't like the birds on the bat. 
You're scumbags. Oh, boy. Name calling. By the oh, way, we are now. an hour and 27 minutes into the show, and you have not yet given it up to my Reds. Oh, they did beat the Rangers training yesterday. yesterday. Spring training, he did. Yeah, I saw that. Did. I saw that score flash across. I'm like, great. He's going to mention a spring game, training game for the first time this year. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Seven to one, red legs over the Rangers yesterday. By the way, if you're just waking up, no, we have been getting a lot of texts on the text line and tweets. We have not. I have not yet done today's nectarine review. That is still to come. Live on air nectarine review coming up later in the show. Let's take a call, though, right now from Brandon in Baltimore. Good morning, Brandon. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How you all doing? Fantastic. Sooners won Bedlam last night, Brandon. Yeah, anytime Sooners win Bedlam, man, it's always a good morning. Hey, right. so I got a question for you guys, and maybe something you guys can ponder, uh, maybe someone you know, or you know, maybe his fellow listeners. But I heard last night, or actually this morning, that Eric Church – Canceled his concert for the Duke North Carolina. That's game right. To go to that. He did. San Antonio so, show Saturday night. He canceled it to go to the North Carolina game. So that got me thinking: Have you, or anybody you know, or you know, any listeners ever skipped out on an event like a wedding or something for a major sporting event? I've skipped out on the uh, raising of my children <laughs> for major sporting events. <laughs> Well, I'm sure I have. I'll have to now. think about it, but yeah. Um, yeah, I had a friend in 2018 skip out on his sister's wedding to attend Game 4 of the Stanley wow. Cup Finals for the Capitals. Wow. And by the way, uh, fans are not happy with Eric Church, who had uh, hotel flights, tickets, all this to San Antonio Saturday night. Uh, they're not happy with him, but he's like, well, hey. Is he a Duke or Carolina guy? He's a Carolina guy, and he's like, look, I've, I've been to Duke, North Carolina. I've seen the matchup many times. I'm a diehard Tar Heel fan. I never thought I would see a matchup in the Final Four like this in a situation with Coach K. I'm a, I'm a sports enthusiast. I'm sorry. I'm canceling my show Saturday night going to the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he like, you know, promised he, to do two shows. No, he said he's not making it up. Like he just canceled it. He's like, I'm not making it. There's no Jeez. makeup date. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Eric has finally gone mainstream, and he's getting, uh, <laughs> he's getting all prima donna-ish on us. Yeah, oh, so he had a buddy that skipped his own sister's wedding to go to a hockey game? It, it was it was game four of the Stanley Cup Finals with the Capitals, and he had tickets to the game. He got tickets. I don't know if it was beforehand or afterhand, but, yeah. I'm going to guess the sister's say, wedding had been planned for a lot longer than the uh, game had been planned for, so. Well, I, I don't know about that. I mean, I know with the finals like that, they usually give you the last day to possibly a game seven, you know, for the season. But yeah, I don't know how he scored the tickets if he had them beforehand. But you know, Lee's to say his sister was a little mad, and uh, his parents were you know a little bit more mad than that. I know the answer is no for TJ. TJ will not skip uh, one of his son's t-ball practices for an OU game. So he's never. I have missed because I've had to work a lot of important events. But it's a good question you put out there for the listeners. Maybe we'll have some people chime in today and. Uh, let us know. I think uh, going forward, we'll call that uh, churching a relative if you <laughs> skip out on something important. Yeah. Hey, hey thanks for the call, Randy. Thanks for listening up there. Thank you. Ba- Baltimore, Maryland. You ever been to Baltimore, yeah. TJ? Uh, no, never have. Never have. N- neither have I. 
I heard you can get some really good grub in Baltimore, right there on the bay and everything. Um, now, you said you asked your wife about my pocket knife dilemma. Yes. For those who don't know, TJ's wife, a law enforcement officer, yesterday or two days ago on my walk, I found a pocket knife. I didn't know what to do with it. I kept it. I'm riddled with guilt over it. What did she say I should do with the knife? She was very upset with you, first off. Extremely upset with you. Uh, said he actually picked it up without calling authorities. And I said, yeah, he picked it up and took it home. Mm-hmm. And she said, wrong decision. Hmm. He should have never have done that. Hmm. Um, she, uh... Hang on a second. Yeah. I should have called the police. She said you should have stayed with the weapon the on the ground and called the police immediately. No, I'm joking you. She said. Uh, oh, <laughs> she, she I said, was like, really? <laughs> she said, I heard you, you idiots talking about this. She's like, keep the pocket knife. Like she said, don't call the police because you know you had talked about maybe turning it over. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She says no. He's, he's putting somebody through a lot of paperwork for absolutely nothing. If somebody just probably uh-huh. dropped their pocket knife or it fell out of their pocket. And it was just in the road, so she said no. So I can keep it. She says keep it, and, you know. Now, if you hear a story that says, hey, there was a stabbing in Piedmont, and we're looking for the murder weapon, then you know to probably call the authorities and say, hey, I was on a walk, and I found this knife. I kept it, but uh, no, she said no reason to call the police. There was no blood or markings or anything (laughs) on the knife. There's no reason to believe this knife. Was used in a murder, okay? All you Netflix documentary it? watchers out there. Or was it? You see, the uh, thing about Pam is she likes to use pocket knives. No, I walk by there frequently. Like I said, I did not yesterday, but I do frequently. So any time from now for, uh, forward, I walk by. If I see anybody around, I'm going to ask them if they lost a pocket knife because I want to make sure and get it back to the rightful owner if possible. Yeah. But man, that makes me feel bad. Yeah, she says now you're just putting through somebody through somebody uh, for nothing. I mean, they're not going to do anything with it, and they probably have to fill out a report or something just because you turn it in. So, she said no, no need. Now, the only way you should feel bad is if that's like a family heirloom, like that's the only last thing they had sure. of their grandfather was this pocket knife. And, it looks uh, like a modern knife to me. Okay, you're probably fine then. It, it possibly could have been some kid that had it wasn't supposed to and saw mom or dad coming and chunked it on the <laughs> ground. So you're good. <laughs> Can I admit to something? Yeah. I kind of feel cooler now. I told you. I've told you for years to get yourself a pocket knife. You feel tough. Yeah. We had the big pocket knife debate, what, four, five, six years ago? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do, I do kind of. I walked home with that pocket knife, and I was like, man. Like I'm kind of I'm kind of a bad man. <laughs> I I would like to apologize to you for that pocket knife debate. Another one you were right and I was wrong. Thank you. Wow, that feel better. Thank you for asking your wife about that. I appreciate that. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, TJ, do we have uh, Robert? I've not had a chance to look to see if I have found him yet, but I'm sure we do. Maybe Bob Stoops on the other side. We'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Bob Stoops on with Teddy and Tyler yesterday. Good stuff. That's not uh, going to probably, that's not the answer Teddy was hoping for. I can tell you that. Teddy wants to see more returns. 
Um, Bob kind of squashing some of that. TJ, I, I do want to tease you. In the 8 o'clock hour today, I have a new game for you to taste test. Oh, no. I want to try it out on you today and see if you like it. All right? Coming in the 8 o'clock hour. It's called OTD. OTD? That's all I'm going to tell you right now. OTD. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. At Riverwind, we put our hearts into everything we do. Our promise is simple. We're the best. You're simply the best. We promise you all the best new gaming experiences. We promise you the best food, drinks, and service. The one place with the rewards program of your dreams. That's what makes us number one. Only at the one. It's the Giving of the Green event at Seth Wadley Buick GMC in Paul's Valley. I know what you're thinking, Oklahoma. Shouldn't it be the savings of the green? Well, it's that too. I guess you could say we're giving the green away for people's trades. Right now, we're paying over market value for anyone's car, truck, or SUV. Plus, we'll buy your vehicle even if you don't buy from us. There's an easy way to purchase a new GMC and order online, too. Go to SethWadleyGMC.com, find the Design Your New Car tool, and build the next new GMC truck your way with the options you want all the way down to the interior. This is huge, Oklahoma. We're going to make it simple for you to order the vehicle you want with financing you want and get the trade-in amount you want all online. And hey, don't forget about Seth's promise. That's my promise of oil changes and engines for life on new or used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. So get to the store with more. Seth Wadley GMC, I-35 exit 72 in Paul's Valley or SethWadleyGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. The NCAA Men's Gymnastics National Championship is coming to Norman, Oklahoma. Join us at the Lloyd Noble Center on Friday, April 15th and Saturday, April 16th. Don't miss your chance to watch the best teams in college gymnastics compete for their chance at an NCAA title. Bring the whole family. All session tickets start at just $10 for youth and seniors and $25 for adults. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com tickets. See you there. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Well, doggone it. What happened, Uncle? I broke my daggone MacBook. Hey, no problem, Uncle. You know what? We'll call Bob and Chuck at the Mac Man. Bob and Chuck have more than 60 years combined experience repairing Macs and caring for Mac owners. We can call them up right now at 405-794-8114. That's 405-794-8114. Or reach out to them online at theokcmacman.com. The Mac Man is proudly Oklahoma's most experienced Apple-authorized service provider. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, 
It helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Hello, this is Terry Saxon, Saxon Realty Group. Are you selling and buying a home during the month of March? If so, I'll list your house for free. My $8.99 listing fee has saved sellers thousands of dollars while giving full service other realtors offer just at a fraction of the cost. Internet marketing allows houses to sell themselves. A listing realtor has nothing to do with how fast or slow your home sells. Join my growing list of sellers that have saved thousands. Don't be so naive when it comes to selling your home. Explore your options. Call me for details at 405-361-3380 or visit my website at saxonrealtygroup.com. This is Deidre Peters with Alliance Bank. If you're looking for a personal banker to handle your loan and deposit needs, I'd love to visit with you. Whether you need a personal or a business loan, or maybe you're just ready to switch your deposits to a community bank that actually knows your name, we'll accept your phone call and will listen to what your needs really are, well, Valiance Bank is for you. So come see me at 1501 24th Avenue Northwest or give me a call at 405-286-5755. Can't wait to hear from you. Entrepreneurs and More Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, More Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. The Coolio and Michelle Pfeiffer of Sports Radio back with you. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, hmm. home of the eight ninety nine listing fee. Terry and Jackie saving you thousands with the same great customer service you'll get from any other realtor out there. 405-361-3380 or visit them online, saxonrealtygroup.com. Ask them about their March special before it runs out. You got one more day. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Good morning from beautiful Clearwater, Florida. How many days until the spring game? Have a great day, Boomer. And 24 days till the spring game. <laughs> and 24 days till the spring game. I didn't know. I didn't know Coach Venables was a character from uh, the Droopy Dog cartoon. Uh, 24 days. Hey, don't make fun of Coach Venables. <laughs> I'm not. You may be the one that has that's to answer a, like, next time he sees you. Thad Turnip Seat, if you're listening, that was TJ Perry that yeah. made fun of Coach yeah. Venables. I'm not, not the one me. that made the clip. So. I was simply yeah. trying to remind people how many days till the spring game. And 24 days till the spring game. Just remind y'all, because some of you forgot to have amnesia. Uh, Toby, any idea when Pettis and Squires are supposed to be back? This texter asks. On the I need to ask for an update on that. I think I think Brett's got to be close. I think you'll see Brett before you see Kendall. So uh, if I was guessing, I would guess Pettis is probably available to pitch. I mean, uh, Squires is probably available to pitch if they wanted to use him this weekend. Maybe pinch it or something like that. Maybe they can start to get him back. Maybe he's still uh, another series away, but he's getting close. I would think Squires maybe still, or I keep it wrong. I think Squires is close. I think Pettis is still maybe a, a week and a half or two weeks off. This person would like us to know Germans put mayo on their fries. 
I think they fall in the European class, yeah. don't they? I would think so. Uh, what George Frazier said about Kansas was Nina Seymour made them run between uh, Nina no. <laughs> Nina Nina Seymour uh, Nina Seymour the predictive text kind of there uh, made them run between games in a doubleheader with KU they beat That's them right. twenty five to one but uh, he wasn't happy with the team he so like made them focus. run <laughs> right? yeah, they won twenty five to one he wasn't happy with their focus so he made them run That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, let's see what this is. Click on image. I don't know if I want to. Uh, oh, it's the uh, payout on a tweet, but I can't. I, look, I'm 48 years old. You expect me to read that? Can't see that picture. Come on. Come on. Uh, one of the best well. shirts I've ever seen at a Cubs-Cardinals game was... Uh, I'm not reading that. That's inappropriate. There are children on their way to school. Uh, glad to hear the Sooners win last night. I tried to listen... Uh, no, fourteen thirty. What I heard was a junior uh, junior uh, show and the bedroom game at the same time. I guess the engineer was out to lunch. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Uh, DC, DC, what's up? I oh, thought there were some people listening, listening last night in Tulsa. So maybe uh, one second. Maybe here. I gave the wrong number. Top of the hour. We'll be back.